Nekuda Behechola series 4, volume 19, Devorim Sicha 4, titled Moses' Blessing and God's Blessing. This week's parsha has Moses giving the Jewish people blessings. On the verse, may the Lord God of your forefathers add to you a thousandfold as many as you are, and may he bless you as he spoke concerning you. The Medrash comments, the Israelites said to him, our teacher Moses, the Holy One, blessed be he, did not give a limit to our blessings. And you are saying a thousandfold? He said to them, Moses, that which I blessed you of my own, I blessed you. When the Holy One, blessed be he, comes, he bless you as he spoke to you. A limitless blessing. The question is, being that the rule is in the Talmud, it rules within 200 is 100, and hence there is no need to mention the 100, then why did Moses bless the Israelites at all when his blessing of thousandfold is already included in God's limitless blessing? There are commentators who answer, one, God's blessing is contingent on when we are, quote unquote, doing God's will while Moses' blessing is for when we temporarily aren't doing God's will. And two, Moses' blessing is for now, while God's blessing is for when Mashiach will come, as he said, when the Holy One, blessed be he, comes. Now, what will happen then is, as Hosea says, and the number of the children of Israel shall be, and he concludes, which shall neither be measured nor counted. Simply speaking, the question is that Moses' blessing is nullified, hence non-existing in the face of God's blessing. However, the fact that Rashi and the Medrash are explaining the answer that Moses is giving the Israelites, they, Rashi and Medrash are saying that even when God's blessing is here, Moses' blessing still exists. Now, this is unlike the answers of the commentaries that assign God's blessing and Moses' blessing for different times, the now versus the Mashiach comes, and situations when we are doing the will of God versus when we temporarily aren't. Now, to understand this, Being that God desires that all blessings be drawn through our service to God, and hence the blessing of God, the limitless, is being drawn through our doing God's will, and Moses' blessing, which is limited, thousandfold, is being drawn through our service of not doing God's will. Okay, then let us understand the inner dimensions to the doing and the not doing of God's will. In the verse of Hosea, and the number of the children shall be, and he goes on to say, nor counted, we are saying one concept in which, quote, the number, quote, which is limited, of the Israelites will be, quote, unquote, nor counted, meaning limitless. Now, the counted and the nor counted are found in our service to God as well. Counted is our service of 613 mitzvot, upon which we are commanded, do not add to the word which I command you, nor diminish it. While the nor counted 
refers to teshuva, return, repentance, which reaches above and beyond the limitations of the supernal chain of evolution. Deeper yet, being that we are speaking of one concept in which the counted is the nor counted, hence, even through the service of the counted 613 mitzvot, we are drawing the nor counted infinite will of God. Only that in the counted 613 mitzvot, we are experiencing but the limited service confined within the boundaries and details of the specific mitzvah. While in the nor counted teshuva, we are experiencing the bursting through boundaries, repenting and connecting to our infinite essence, and from there connecting to the infinite master of the will. To understand this better, the 613 mitzvot are the infinite will of the infinite God. However, God desired they descend into our finite world and into our finite capacity of service to God as finite precepts with finite rules, details, and boundaries so that the infinite light be closed within finite vessels. Hence, these boundaries are essence boundaries, which means that they are not due to forced outer impositions, unlike the limitations of creatures in land creatures versus sea creatures in their forced environments imposed upon them by genetics and survival adaptation. So those boundaries that each creature has is forced and imposed upon them. However, God's will to have the infinite within boundaries they come from within the free infinite will of God itself. And hence, in essence, isn't the boundary or limitation at all. And through this is fulfilled God's ultimate desire, as our sages teach us, quote, to have made for himself a dwelling, which is the nor counted, the infinite, in the below, which is the counted, the limited, end quote. This is possible only for God, who in his omnipotence can have, can have measurement, the counted, the limited, be the experience of non-measurement, the nor counted, limitless. Hence, Moses' finite blessing, it is not nullified when God gives his infinite blessing, for this is God's desire. To have the infinite, himself a dwelling, be closed specifically in the finite, the below. Hence, first comes Moses and gives the finite blessing, the thousandfold, and then God comes and makes that very finite blessing the vessel for his infinite blessing. Now, being that God's desire is that it all be, quote, of the below, for the below, by the below, end quote. Hence, the primary denominator here is the below. Therefore, even though God's blessing of having for himself a dwelling in the below is a gift from above, nevertheless, as our Talmud teaches us, were it not for some benefit that the donor derives from the recipient, he would not have given him the gift, end quote.
Therefore, not only is Moses' limited blessing the finite manifestation of the mitzvot for the below to be able to perform them, making possible the ultimate desire of God, which is for himself a dwelling in the below, specifically of the below, for the below, by the below, but even deeper yet, Moses' blessing counted our service from below completes God's blessing, the gift from above. For, as the Talmud ruled, were it not for some benefit that the donor derives from the recipient, which means Moses' finite blessing making possible our service to God, he would not have given him the gift, God's infinite blessing, allowing us to have him dwell here below. Now, this is all the wondrous secrets within Rashi, explaining us that it's all about having the infinite within the finite. First, we have the finite, the mitzvot, as they are detailed down here below, through which, by serving this, God gives us his infinite will and his infinite self dwelling among us. Now, however, Rashi, unlike the Medrash, is dedicated to the quote-unquote simple meaning of the verse. Hence, what Rashi is telling us on a simple level is that when the Jews asked Moses, the Holy One, blessed be he, already promised to Abraham so that if a man will be able to count the dust of the earth, so will you seed be counted, meaning that there's the infinite, that God's blessing here is that of to Abraham, the if a man will be able to count, meaning that we won't be able to count, which is connected to the blessing of that Bilam gave in the book of Numbers, who can count the dust of Jacob, once again meaning the infinite cannot be counted, which Rashi there defines, quote-unquote, as the Targum, which he means uncleus, Renders. Now, what does the Targum say? The Targum says that this blessing is referring to, quote-unquote, in the times of the world to come, the Messianic times. Hence, in the simple meaning, Rashi is telling us that Moses is saying that the blessing that is taking place here is actually of God's blessing is in the times of Mashiach, while Moses is empowering us now with the blessing of thousandfold.